Hi and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast where I, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a digital delivery manager. Uh, we'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap that up in a way which makes sense for you. This is a daily series of podcasts which are released on both your favourite podcast software but also a video version on YouTube if you wish. So if you want to get in touch, get involved in the podcast, maybe be a sponsor or just have an opinion, uh, get in touch via Twitter at MarioDC. And don't forget to check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, The Delivery Manager Daily. Hello and welcome to episode 10 of The Delivery Manager Daily, which is very much not turning into a daily at the minute. Uh, It's been a few days since I've recorded one, um, but have been busy uh, with what I want to talk about in this episode. So if you're new to the Delivery Manager Daily, hi, my name's Mario De Cristofano. I work in digital delivery management across public and private sector, both for an organisation and for my own consultancy firm too. This podcast is about me and my thoughts and to help me uh, get my thoughts together and talk about things that I find interesting. If you work with me or are on one of my teams, maybe I record things for you to listen to that can help you. And if you're a delivery manager wanting to see what you can get out of this podcast, maybe tips, tricks, strategy, or you just want to talk about delivery management, then you can get in touch uh, via Twitter, at DM underscore daily. Uh, you can follow my personal Twitter account uh, at Mario DC. Uh, I think that's right. And um, you can find this podcast on all your favourite podcast uh, software. So let's get cracking with uh, episode 10. And we're talking about Nexus. If you're not sure, Nexus is... um, I'm about to take the Nexus exam and what I wanted to do was build a little short kind of guide on getting through the Nexus exam, what it is, and hopefully um, explaining it in English in a way that, as per the reason this podcast exists, explaining it in a way that your mum would understand. So if you're a delivery manager and you're thinking, heck, what's Nexus? Um, Nexus is, uh, I consider it, a bolt-on to Scrum, and it's an enhancement, an evolution of Scrum uh, to add rigour and to allow the scaling of Scrum. Uh, It's an update to Scrum itself, and uh, if you know Scrum, Nexus should be a natural evolution to it. And I found myself using it um, just naturally in my projects as I've worked on larger projects and worked with more than, you know, two or three Scrum teams. And I found it actually quite valuable as a as a thing. I'm not one always for agile type certifications, but I genuinely do think this is quite useful, both for being a reminder and a grounding in Scrum, which really does work, along with visual management techniques like Kanban, but also... Um, using Nexus to be able to scale Scrum as well, which which is really useful when you're doing bigger stuff. So the purpose of this, and if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to watch through the deck, which I will share. And remember, these are my notes, right? These are my notes and how I've interpreted Scrum, Nexus and what I do. And I think it's broadly correct. I'm reading from, I think I've got next to me, uh, the Nexus Guide and the Scrum Guide as a reminder, and these are available online. But what I wanted to do was provide the teams that I work with a, a track of kind of sensible, low-effort learning to get them through the SPS exam. The exam itself is about £180. That you can go to scrum.org to buy, uh, and, a, and a link to some training material from Udemy, which I found really useful uh, in the podcast as well. So to understand Nexus, let's just remind ourselves of broadly what is Scrum. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see that classic Scrum diagram of a product owner owning a single backlog that's groomed and refined and brought into detail to then have that work 
delivered by scrum teams running incremental sprints usually over around two weeks uh, with daily meetings to kind of get updates and collaborate via a scrum master to then release value in increments to a product team or a bunch of stakeholders and that's scrum and that's the scrum that we know and love so nexus adds this additional rigor to scrum and what it allows you to do is run many more scrum teams um, to work effectively and to integrate them far more tightly than you could otherwise and therefore deliver more value this isn't about just adding more people with with the association of well more people equals more stuff this is about how do you manage multiple scrum teams uh, and and manage the in, the integration of those so everyone's still contributing to uh, value but also you're starting to get a handle on interdependency between the scrum teams themselves and stopping the very nature of why we use scrum in the first place which is to eliminate silos what i found is that without nexus you get silos by the very nature of having many scrum teams so a recent public sector project that i've worked on has uh, as an example if i think of um, is you've got many scrum teams uh, not really using Nexus, using traditional scrum and finding that uh, the, the scrum teams become silos in themselves. They work towards their own sprint goals in isolation of the bigger thing being developed, in this case a, a software platform. And it puts a huge amount of load onto the scrum master and the product owner because it's very difficult to know what's going on. And all the time, interdependencies, the overall kind of big picture, the value, what it is that each team is working towards gets lost by the nature of having so many scrum teams but not using Nexus. So what does it look like? Again, you'll only see this if uh, you're watching on YouTube, but do just pop into Google uh, Scaled Scrum or Nexus and you'll get the, the graphic, which is an extension of the Scrum diagram. So let's walk through this. And then I've interpreted this myself as I've gone through my own notes as I'm about to take the exam. And hopefully those notes will help augment your learning and your understanding. And hopefully I'm explaining it in a way that makes it reasonably accessible to people. So Nexus doesn't really replace any of the elements of Scrum, but it does add a couple of ceremonies, a specific team and just a couple of checkpoints. So we work with uh, a cross team backlog, one backlog owned by a product owner as normal. That product owner is responsible for the refinement and the prioritization of those things in that backlog. We have that in Scrum. We have that in Nexus and that doesn't change. What we have in addition to the backlog is the notion of Nexus sprint planning and the Nexus sprint backlog. So this will be looked over by the teams and a Nexus integration team, which we'll look at in a sec. The Nexus sprint planning and the subsequent sprint backlog is to look at overarchingly as a whole what each scrum team is doing broadly to get to a, a Nexus sprint goal. And that Nexus sprint goal, as an example, might be... Um, if each individual scrum team are working towards a thing, say a trading platform, and typically in the in the scenario that I used a couple of slides ago, where I talked about one of the problems with scaling scrum, if you've got many scrum teams, but you're not using Nexus, is you'll get those silos created by the very nature of just groups of people working together. So say we're working on a trading platform and each team has a sprint goal. And, once, and for this trading platform, a particular feature that needs to be developed is displaying real-time uh, market uh, data. So you might have one scrum team that concentrate on pulling the data from a data source. You might have one team working on the user interface of that, that feed. You might have one team working on um, 
features on how to zoom in and out and what level and depth of, of, of data that is included in, in the, the live feed. And then you might have another Scrum team working on how to export that feed or do something with the feed or integrate it into something else. Now, all those sprint teams are working on the one feature, but it's still very easy by the very nature of Scrum for each Scrum team um, to just concentrate on their own thing and not worry about integration or not worry about uh, the other team's uh, integration problems or how it's all going to fit together. And I've seen it myself that each Scrum team will just focus on its thing to get through that that sprint to achieve those story points and to deliver the thing and then they move on to the, the next thing. And then what you typically find is that bringing it all together becomes a problem and this exponentially gets worse the more uh, Scrum teams you have. So the Nexus Sprint Backlog and the Nexus Sprint Planning takes into account the fact that what we're building in this example that I'm using, a trading platform. And the Sprint Planning involves making sure that the value of each Sprint in turn contributes to the overall, in this case, feature release of a real-time market data feed. And then the Sprint Backlog is an attempt to visualize all of the Sprint Team's Sprints to start to look at um, and make transparent and make visible interdependency issues or integration issues or uh, bottlenecks or problems that teams might face. Now that Nexus Sprint Planning and Nexus Sprint Backlog is something that would normally be done by the product owner as, as an organic thing trying to hold on to the reins of many scrum teams working together. What Nexus does is formalise that notion. The, the, the team that are responsible uh, for working on those and are actually responsible for the integration and this working as a whole are the NIT or the, the Nexus integration team. So they're made up of at least the product owner, the scrum master and what at least one member of each scrum team that's usually uh, relevant for that particular sprint goal. It can be more, but of course what you want to make sure is that the Nexus integration team and their subsequent ceremonies isn't too large to be ineffective. So what the Nexus integration team are responsible for is the, the, the Scrum, the Nexus as a whole. So with those three to six to nine to twelve Scrum uh, teams working on sprints, the Nexus integration team make sure that they do things like they uh, storm, form and norm effectively, the practical uh, impediments are removed, whether that's teams getting on or getting the information they need. You know, the Nexus integration team, they are coaches, they're mentors, they're consultants, they're members of the Scrum team themselves. They don't do the, the work at this level. What they're doing is making sure that the integration across the Nexus happens. And then from that, with those three to nine Scrum teams working together on that on that work as a whole, again, in this case, think of the trading platform and that particular feature. At the end of each day, one of the additional ceremonies is a Nexus Daily Scrum. Now, this Nexus, Nexus Daily Scrum's uh, populated by the Nexus integration team. And the idea is that it's a look back towards the Nexus Sprint Backlog and to check uh, integration. It's to check how teams are working together and it's to check whether the overall uh, goal, in this case, the display of the data feed, is uh, going as it should. And then that feeds into a regular daily scrum that the scrum teams would have anyway. So the, the, there's a little checkpoint there, some rigor that informs the daily scrum. So they can also talk about with a little bit of um, 
visibility of what's going on outside of them. And if I transpose this onto the example I mentioned for that public sector client, one of the issues was that each scrum team would come to the table to the scrum of scrums and they'd still only talk about their own kind of what's happening in their scrum and what's happening in their sprint. But very rarely was there an option for them to talk about what's happening with the other teams and how it would all integrate both from an operational and technical perspective. One of the challenges was they just didn't know. And the product owner was trying to get an understanding of what was happening. But of course, what this does and this Nexus daily scrum adds that rigor and adds that checkpoint. So we go through the kind of scrum model still to get this integrated increment, this value in this case. Um, we've got the, the uh, market data feed live on the trading platform. And then there's a Nexus sprint review where we look back at the sprint backlog and we look back at the previous sprint as you would in a regular sprint review. And then there is a, a Nexus retrospective. And what we're looking at here is the Nexus integration team looking at how they can make integration even better. Were there any impediments that weren't removed? Are the team now in a uh, Norman state or are we still experiencing problems? And this goes around a loop just like um, just like Scrum. And I'd say it's really that simple. I think it is. It really does work when you do it and you kind of get into your head. Think about that analogy that I've used. You know, if you try and get yourself three to nine Scrum teams and you're not doing these bits of Nexus, so the Nexus Sprint Backlog and the Nexus Sprint Planning, the Nexus Integration Team and the Daily Scrum, uh, and you don't do that formally, you'll find that the scrum teams get out of control and you actually create silos in many instances. So even though you might be doing scrum, um, you still get those typical operational pro problems like teams working in silo, not communicating, etc., etc. And yes, of course, you augment and, and fix that problem using things like Kanban, but it becomes a problem at scale because you've got so many people involved. So Nexus really does work and helps you to scale scrum. So what I'm going to show you now is kind of a walkthrough of what I've learned so far, some of my notes. And again, I'm still going through a reminder to myself, the Scrum Guide, just because it's always good to read that periodically, especially as it's recently changed as well. And then I'm, I'm reviewing the Nexus Guide and the links are in this uh, the, the, the podcast show notes. So do download them, print them off. And they make uh, good bedtime reading if that's what floats your boat. It does mine at the minute, apparently. Um, so the product backlog, just to summarise, is still the same as it was in Scrum. It's coordinated and run by a product owner as it always was. Tasks are prioritised, they're estimated, just in the same manner as they've always been. And that's how it stays. But then what we do is this notion of Nexus Sprint Planning, and that involves thinking about the big picture. So for ease, we're going to stay with the analogy, although it's a simple one, of the trading platform. So the goals of the Nexus as a whole are taken into account. In this case, we're building that live uh, market data feed into the platform itself. We look at the sprint goals for each scrum team themselves and make sure that they're overall aligned with delivering that particular feature so what we don't want is one of the scrum teams building um i don't know focusing on a bit of unit testing for something else that's not in relation to this particular uh, nexus goal of developing that uh, real-time uh, market data feed so hopefully that makes sense so the nexus sprint planning helps coordinate the activities of all the scrum teams within the nexus for this single sprint and that team is made up of what, at least one person from, from the Scrum team, the PO and the um, the Scrum Master as well, to kind of plan that Nexus Sprint as well. And that Nexus Sprint should be, it's almost a portfolio level uh, element for Scrum. 
if you wanted to get into uh, kind of project management uh, terminology, I guess. So an Exa Sprint goal uh, aligns with the product goal and it describes the purpose that will be achieved during the sprint. Um, the sprint goal for each scrum team has to align with the overall Nexus sprint goal too. And that coordination is done by the, the Nexus integration team. I hope this is making sense. It seems more simpler in my head than I feel I'm describing it, but I'll get better at that as we go through this. And then a sprint backlog for each scrum team is transparent and fed into the usual kind of scrum review process. But it's also looked at by the Nexus integration team to make sure that everyone's working towards that, that overarching goal. The Nexus Sprint Backlog, again, that's a composite of the Nexus Sprint Goal. The Product Backlog itself, remember, we don't have any additional backlogs, but just making sure that the things being pulled into the Sprint via each Scrum team, their Sprints, are all um, aligned to achieving the value for the, for the Nexus Sprint Goal. Again, in this case, it's releasing that feature, that real-time uh, market data feed. So hopefully you're starting to get that this is a level of uh, almost portfolio management over the top. At its heart, what Nexus is trying to do, I think, is, is preserve and enhance Scrum's kind of foundational bottom-up intelligence and this empiricism. Um, whilst what it tries to do is enable more value by integrating more teams and therefore delivering more. Um, and there's some wording which I won't, I won't kind of parrot for the audio version of the podcast. But again, there's this example of delivering a, a trading platform and focusing on one particular feature for a particular Nexus Sprint goal, making sure all your Scrum teams are working towards that rather than having misaligned Sprint goals that still add value on their own, but don't contribute to a centralised goal that's been agreed by the Nexus integration team. And then the Nexus Sprint review is a look back at the Nexus level of that value. So now we've delivered the um, the real-time data feed. Maybe we want to do something more. We look back just as we would in a regular kind of sprint review to make sure that we're contributing at portfolio level to value releasing increments, in this case for a software product. And then the Nexus Sprint retrospective, which is also a little bit different to the general scrum teams retrospective is to look back to make sure that the nexus integration team are doing everything they can to remove impediments making sure that integration is happening both from a people process and technology perspective and also making sure that everyone's just getting on and this is working so some ingredients for taking the exam these are some of the resources that i found so far which are useful so short podcast this week but hopefully a bit of food for thought uh, which was an anecdote accidental pun if you're watching the slide deck um although that avocado looks good i must say and um, so ingredients for the exam read the scrum guide um and and read it again and then when you've read it read it again read it again read it again and make sure you're really fluent with it the, the fundamental of nexus is understanding scrum so just make make that clear read the nexus guide which is a separate breakout kind of 10 13 page white paper which goes through this in a, in a lot of detail and it's quite well written and easy to understand to be fair really good video too that i found that's part of some um nexus training that's i think it's behind not a paywall but a registration wall so i've included it there watch the video two guys sitting down at a bar just talking through the nexus diagram really useful 
I went onto Udemy and bought a course for about £15. That gives you, I think, access to four practice exams. There are some free exams you can do that surfaces about 10 randomly generated questions. So you can kind of baseline yourself. You want to be getting, I think, 80 to 90%. I started off with no kind of, when I started doing this, at about 60%, which I thought was quite low. But with just understanding some of it in a bit more detail, you can get to 80, 90%. And I'm not particularly smart. Um, so so I, I found it quite easy and accessible doing it this way. The Udemy course is really good. So broadly, that is Nexus. Very whistle-stop tour. But over the next couple of podcasts, what I'm going to be doing is charting my uh, knowledge and progress into Nexus and looking back at some of my projects where I probably attempted to do Nexus, either bastardised it or in cases where my projects have gone well, uh, I've implemented it by accident quite well and probably taken the role of that Nexus integration team myself. Um, so the next couple of episodes will be Nexus shaped. So if you're into Nexus, uh, keep listening and do uh, obviously get in touch via Twitter if you want to talk about Nexus itself contact me on Twitter or you can leave a comment on YouTube or it'd be great to get in touch and talk about this and for my teams that I work with this will be part of these two or three episodes that hopefully are going to get you through the Nexus exam as well so we can all be Nexus certified and be even more awesome than we already are already uh, thanks for listening I'm Mario De Cristofano. have a wonderful day this is episode 10 done